welcome to another Scots with Hay Glasgow Film Festival podcast and today I'm talking to the director of the feature run, Scott Graham. Hello Scott. Hi. Hi. Um, so I'm interested in the uh, story behind run uh, but before we get on to that can you tell us a bit about the film? Um, yep so the story is about a um, 35 year old fisherman, ex-fisherman actually, he's now working in a fish factory and um, his son is 17 and um, and is doing exactly what the character Finney did at 17. He's um, fallen in love young and uh, him and his girlfriend are, are going to have a baby, his girlfriend's pregnant and, um, and I guess in a way his son's coming of age is um, pushing him to a kind of uh, consider everything that he didn't hasn't done with his life, yeah. the dreams that he might have had as a young man, and um, so the film literally opens with him in in, in, his, in the fish factories where he's working, and so is his son, and um, and it takes place over that night, and um, uh, basically his Finney uh, when his family have gone to bed, he takes his son's car keys and goes for one last joyride. Um, but um, he, he's not expecting this. But his, his son's girlfriend gets into the car, expecting to find to find his son, and and, and won't get out of the car. Uh, she's yeah. got she's got reasons to stay in the car, and so so and this actually gives him even more of an access to his youth because she kind of is um, almost takes on that role that his his girlfriend at the time is now wife had, and um, they end up spending the. The night driving around the town and, and, and racing, looking for races, and uh, and then finally he's got to come home and deal with yeah. deal with uh, what's going on at home. Um, so yeah, the story sort of takes place over one night and into the next day. Mm -hmm. So this because the middle section, which is a lengthy section, is basically the two-hander between uh, Finney and, and, and Kelly. Yep. Um, it's quite a brave thing to do that, I think, in the middle of a film to have so much interest in a car. Let's try to think of other films like that or anywhere like that. The only one I could come up with was the Tom Hardy um, lock. Um, so why did you decide that this was what you were going to have as your centrepiece? Um, I, I just felt like it was important to, to, to be in that world and be inside that bubble, you know, like I was, I, I was sort of interested in, in why, um, on why young men and women come, sort of come of age. It's quite mm -hmm. a, um, really popular thing to do in my hometown, and, and um, popular makes it sound like a kind of pastime. It's, it's more than that. It's a kind of way of life, and and this kind of circle of life as well. History repeating itself, and I, th I think it is possible to sort of feel like you're somewhere else when you're in a car, and um, and for the town to um, it kind of um, yeah, it's it, it sort of t takes on a slightly different look at night. That yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, it's quite grey in the daytime, and, it's, and then these pops of neon at night. And um, there's a lot of um, kind of American influence, American culture, and, and American cinema, um, and in the film. But I think I think also just w within people's lives, um, I think it's kind of um, like the the bowling alley neon and and these kinds of things. I just thought it was interesting to look at it from. The way that Finney sees it, yeah. and the way that Kelly sees it, and to kind of let their um, let what happens between them unfold, and uh, yeah, um, I, I guess the when I was writing it, I felt like there was a, some anticipation of what was going to happen between them, mm -hmm. um, whether they were going to 
crash, whether they were going to leave, um, and none. You know, I don't want to spoil the story, but you know, those things don't 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 happen. But I kind of felt like if people, if, if there was enough anticipation over what could happen between them, um, that that would sustain that middle section. It's almost as you say, it's like a bubble where they get in and uh, for whatever reasons don't want to leave. Also, that thing about sh- showing the, the town differently at night. There's a lot of lovely comparison between almost absolute silence and you film like the side or the bit of the, the grass or something like that and then suddenly because the sound of these cars yeah. should say that it's joyriding is what they're doing really yeah, yeah. or racing or what want to look for races yeah. and uh, this is something that Finney used to do in his youth and as you say he somehow does a fantastic scene where he's trying to start his car and he just you know it can't get going which I thought had loads of um, meaning behind it it's called Run it starts with a quote from Born to Run, am I right, Bruce Springsteen? So there's a story behind why this uh, inspired you to do it, isn't there? Yeah, um, I mean, the closer... I used to drive home, or still do, drive home from Glasgow, and um, the closer you get to Fraserburgh, the more Springsteen you hear on the radio. Really? And um, there's death. It's, it's, you know, at a certain point, I just made the connection of why he's so popular, you know, and singing about growing up in small towns, falling in love young, racing cars, Kind of dreaming of leaving and, and not not being like your parents, but ending up doing exactly what your parents have yeah. done. Uh, it's all there, and and no wonder he's so popular in small towns like 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 mine. And and um, and so the, although the film isn't based on any one particular song, the themes of his lots of his songs, most of his songwriting is kind of there. And yeah. um, I, I I was kind of realistic about about what a small film could do in terms of licensing music and, and um, so I, I, I kind of wanted those themes to be in the fabric of the story but not necessarily relying on any one, any one song. Absolutely, because you've got two things, if someone who knows Springsteen's music you start to think, oh you know, Glory Days would fit there, yeah. you know, Growing Old would fit there, There's all these different songs as you see would fit in but actually the soundtrack you use, particularly when they're driving around, is much more contemporary and it really fits. Yeah, well, um, one of my favourite scenes is when Kelly's listening. Uh, Kelly's listening to the Church's track, yeah, and yeah. we. I had a, a track for each of the characters that sort of represented them in some way for me, and um, not all of them made it into the film. But but in Kelly's case, um, it's significant because she's she, she's almost in her own bubble there at that point, singing, um, uh, "Make Them Gold," and not really aware of how these lyrics are affecting Finney. Um, um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we had songs. For, we had a song for Katie and for Kid as well. But Kid's music's kind of there, but it's more as a, a, a an antagonist to Finney. It's more yeah. of you know, mm-hmm. this isn't my stuff. Yeah, and you can see when they're in the car together. It's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. there's so much you can read into. You know, like he's been driven around by the sun and uh, kind of emasculation, if you like. Because yeah. Finney's not well. I would say he's not old. You know, these are, and what I really liked about it was there's no judgment about the decisions that are made. You know, you're not saying, oh, well, they should have got out of there or anything like that. Was that something that was important to kind of get over? Yeah, well, um, this is true anyway of, um, uh, you know, of where I'm from. I, th- I think, um, and it's and it's it, it's a recurring theme actually in Springsteen songs that that the the ties that bind you to your family and your community that might mean that you never leave your hometown um, can be worth it if you if you if 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 that love that you that you find in your youth is kind of still there and yeah. um, 
and so I kind of felt um, I, I was always going to end with some something hopeful, something positive that that um, uh, love can be enough. You know, I, I think it, I think Finney's problem in a way is is that he's just he's not really appreciating what he has and. Um, but he's kind of surrounded by love in a way, and um, it's almost like a sort of delayed coming of age film because it takes his son to kind of point out to it. Kind of, you know, fathers living vicariously through their sons. Quite often, the son is doing something that he didn't do, yeah. uh, 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 and it's sort of the reverse of this. Kid is doing exactly what he's doing, what, what Finney was doing, but appreciates it. Seems to know the value of it, and um, that, that seems to be. I'm not saying that everything's going to be wonderful for them now, but there's enough there at the end that might hopefully mean that um, things get a little better for him. There's a, a lovely conversation uh, between uh, Finney and Katie when um, I think he seems to see or had seen the possibilities in the car as a chance to escape, and she says, "No, no, I just saw being in the car with you, showing you that I loved you." So it, this symbol of the car meant like different things to both of them in terms of their relationship. Yeah, you see, you're from Fraser by yourself, so this is something that you're familiar with. These kind of racers and yeah, I mean, I didn't. I sort of, I've, I've been asked about this, and I, th I think part of the reason I've made the film is because I, I, I was never really a fully fledged boy racer. I think I've slightly romanticized it and I was I was really pleased to read the Springsteen biography and he's kind of admits something similar that mm -hmm. um, cars uh, uh, they, they're kind of like a metaphor for him and they, and they were for me as well they, you know they kind of they're quite interesting spaces to, to tell a story and as you say they can mean they can mean so much more um, in, in the sort of context of the story and um, so yeah, I wanted it to be authentic. I wanted it to feel like I knew something about it, but in reality, I'm not really a petrol head. I just was kind of interested in someone who was, and um, yeah, it's it's actually um, what the, the the song that lyrically the song that probably had the most influence on the on the story is Springsteen's "Racing in the Street," right? Which is kind of sets up the context of where uh, the, um, the, this character, this protagonist, lives, and and actually equates. Um, racing to, to living like if you're not racing you're not really living mm -hmm. but the story then kind of moves into his wife's point perspective her point of view and um and i kind of wanted to do that with this as well like to, to just have that scene in the garage with with katie where we understood it from her her, her her perspective and that she's got frustrations too but but yeah she saw all of that as a kind of way to yeah way to say i love you and she um yeah, it was it was nice to watch it with the cast last night. I'm, I think uh, I think they're both great in that scene. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think the cast are, are, are astonishing, really. Um, the there's open scenes where you just get the feeling of this uh, character in Finney in particular that um, he he just feels he can't do anything right, mm -hmm. and therefore everything he does in his eyes is wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's terrifying. I mean, it's it's so sad, and and because you know he, there's a man, a man that's trying. And, and in his own eyes failing, but actually other people are trying to help him. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's something that's in Springsteen's song, but it's certainly in the kind of Scottish psyche is that yeah. you know, the male will not accept any help and feels that he has to be the one. And is, is that, there's a scene also when um, Kid uh, comes down the stairs and it almost becomes a kind of competitive thing or an antagonistic thing that's something that's central to the whole thing isn't it because your films have often dealt with a, a kind of um, 
parent and child relationship and how complex that can be. Yeah, and, and how the child's coming of age sort of impacts on the parents, almost like the child's coming of age and, and developing a, a sexuality can, yeah. have, can, have, can be difficult for the parents. And in the case of Finney and Kid, yeah, Kid coming down the stairs and telling, saying that his mum looks hot is like a red rag to a bull to his dad, which shouldn't be the case, no. you know, but it is given how Finney is feeling about himself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and so I, I kind of... I think he's he's pretty unlikable by the end. By the time he takes the car, I think that there's been a lot of aggression and a lot of hostility from him. And 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 but so but I kind of felt like if 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 you spent enough time with him, you might gradually um, grow to empathise with with him with a character like that. But um, I think that's why it's such an amazing performance because right from the beginning, there's a scene in the supermarket with his son, and he's like, you don't want to give too much away, but you immediately go, oh. Don't do that. Don't mm. say that. But there's something about you can see that he's trying to work it out. He's there's something at his heart that's just so frustrating about how his life has has kind of turned out. Um, yeah, we can all see that actually it's not that bad. It doesn't mm. seem to be that bad. Mm. Um, so in terms of the the kind of mechanics of filming it, who was doing the driving? Or I take it wasn't the actors that were doing. No, it? no, Mark did a lot of it, and Ke- and and Marley was was sat next to him. Wow. Um, we had stunt drivers there um, from time to time, but they, and to be honest, they're kind of in control of how of how much driving. Um, I can say, oh, it would be great to get this shot, but if if the actor's not up for it, then it won't happen. But as it was, Mark was, and they kind of, I guess they kind of went in the car with him and saw what he could do and what you know, and and he ended up doing. Um, there there was a couple of scenes where we were just on Marley. Um, a handbrake turn, and mm-hmm. at that, and that was a, a stunt driver doing that. Yeah. Because um, uh, she was getting thrown around quite a lot. Like um, a lot of the danger of the driving was almost lived through her, um, her reaction to it. Um, but um, yeah, no, a lot of it was. We knew that we couldn't recreate Fast and Furious, you know. So it was just yeah. <laughs> we just needed to to do something quite quite simple, but but that still had some. Some adrenaline to it, and and I think that, that we kind of needed the actors to, to be in the car for for, for that, and um, they they're not they're going relatively fast fast in the breakwater, and there is the danger element of the water, um, but a lot of it's sound, a lot of it's just the way the right, engine okay. is screaming, and yeah. and because um, um, I was thinking that actually the, 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 I mean, how you you film those scenes in the car, it's obviously a very small space, it's a real car. Um, that's why I thought maybe someone else was doing the driving because you've got close-ups on them both. I mean, it's a it, it's an incredible um, section of, of any film to have this close. I would say it made me feel like it was a play almost. This two-handed play mm. between these characters who um, there's a difference in their age and there's a difference in their relationship. But actually, over a short period of time, they become very very close. Um, what was that like to film? Um, it was a kind of joy. They're they're both so so good, and um, we we started off with me and the DOP and the camera in the back of the car, and quickly I was end, I ended up in a follow car because there just wasn't room. And right, it's a okay. Honda Civic from nineteen ninety three, I think, and um, and so I was just kind of watching it on a monitor and listening to it, and and we could we could just film. Um, you know it's digital as well, so you can just kind of roll around the town filming, and it was like watching a film while I was making it, right? Um, or as you say, almost watching a play. And 
um, and we would stop and talk um, from time to time. But <clears throat> they they both talked about how free they felt because um, you could kind of forget they could kind of forget the camera was there. Yeah, that's really interesting. And um, it's, there's literally nowhere you can really put it if 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 they're both in the in the seats. You know, you're just looking at sort of over the shoulder shots and. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, but they they they'd been up there for a while already and had sort of Mark and Marley hadn't really spent time together. But Mark and, and this and his kind of film family had, and right. I think I think that I think being there and and and, and sort of immersing themselves in the world of the of the story and um, they were just really 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 ready to go with it when we started filming. And it's amazing because I was just thinking. A great thing about the best films is when you're watching it and you don't realise, you forget you're watching a film, you're just really into this relationship between yeah. the two That's and great. the kind of, you know, balance between them. Um, so you had the, the first showing last night. Yes, yeah. Um, and everything went, you were happy with how it was? Because yeah. it must be difficult to go and then see it and sit with an audience to watch it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's nice for me because I get a bit of distance from it, you know, it's been probably a, a year now since since we finished it so yeah. <clears throat> I actually enjoy watching it now um, and it was nice to watch with a Scottish audience it was it was sold out and, and the, the cast were there and, and it was good we had some people drive down from Fraserburgh to watch it and and it went really well it was a nice Q&A so um, yeah no it was good I'm still kind of um, the dialect is quite tough at times and there was like one question about about that but um, uh, I feel like you get most of it, you know, yeah, I think you, can, you can pick it up yeah, and uh, so. Yeah. so uh, no, it was really nice, really nice screening. Yeah. Well, Scott, thanks so much Thank for you. today, that's great. Thank you. And we'll be back soon with someone completely different. Cheers. <laughs>